Karthi, Narain, and a cast of regular crew from uh, Logesh Kanagaraj. It also has a stellar performance by George Marion, who is a repeat stellar performer after Andavan Gattalai on the spot. So, wanted to specifically call his performance out. Uh, I think most of us who watched the film on the pod really enjoyed it. And to talk about it today, we have with us Max. Hi, Max. Hey, guys. Adi. Hey, hey Adi. hi. And Ananta. Hey, guys. So we're going to try something a little bit different instead of just talking about the film uh we're going to cover it in a slightly different way Kaidi is a film that happens over the course of one night and talks about how a recently released convict named Dilly helps a cop in a very dire situation uh, in a small town Tirchi the idea is that it's meant to invoke some of the classic tamil cinemas of uh, your Uh, whether it be chatrian or inna in the kaigal it captures the sentiment of a certain 80s pulp cops and robbers movie uh, but it also takes into account some very very hollywoodesque elements in terms of like creepy dialogue fast editing and so on and so forth there's nothing truly revolutionary about kaidi except in the format in which it's presented and so we wanted to take this opportunity to talk about kaidi in a slightly different way the film is a series of action set pieces that sort of build in momentum and then really really build towards a very large climax which is the gatling gun sequence that is sort of foreshadowed in the very beginning of the movie and so we wanted to start the discussion uh, on the pod uh, talking about which set pieces worked for the members of the pod and which pieces didn't to kick us off uh, I'll start with Max Max why don't you get us started Yeah like you said I like the movie because everyone is a prisoner of circumstance and not just Karthi who is you know the title character of Kaidi unlike Manakaram here in the first few scenes everything is already on the table you know almost everything so that th- there isn't any uh, hint of tension or suspense after I realized after watching their movie realized you you actually have everything up front that's one of the probably things i thought would have been better had i not known everything right right to even the gatling gun they mentioned that at the first and now it i didn't pay attention to it which is a good thing but otherwise everything else you know yeah you know that there is the task these people are to be taken over there are moles on both sides you know who the title character is and then the girl is told that someone is going to come see her but you know it's going to be uh, dilly so all those things you already know and then it slowly plays out in a bunch of these strategically placed fights which are you know nicely choreographed using Karthi's body language because you know he can do a lot of things but yeah i just thought you know if something's were held back it would have been much better for me yeah but i mean the question was what is the set piece that worked for you for me the best one was the gatling gun okay so the climactic one was the best one for you okay yeah adi uh, i would go with uh, two set pieces one is the one uh, where they first enter the forest and are confronted by uh, some of these guys that, that that also works best because that is the first one where they 
uh, encounter these guys who who are, who are chasing the cops and uh, the, the second one is in the in the police station the one with asa adigambeche i think I, I, I think that comes out of nowhere and that and, and that has this uh, this this long uh, tracking shots and and you have the song playing and the and the lyrics lyrics kind of complementing what's happening and I, 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 so so i think that would that would probably be on top for me and then uh, it's probably the kalti sequence the first one which part of the first one are there is the mungil totem thing where the bamboo hits the lorry or is it the fight that comes after where you know they're throwing yeah, I, petrol I, I bombs at each other the first one the the one where it hits the lorry and i i think, I think this comes soon after the meera song ar pudu route la da yeah 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 got it okay ananta your thoughts uh, so uh, this is a movie filled with action set pieces right in the sense that you you've got lots of fights this is almost like i i would say the closest comparison that i can make to any other movie that i've seen in recent times is fury road right so it's it's almost that kind of a movie but the set piece that i absolutely loved is not anything uh, that had a fight or an action sequence it was it was karthi finds that there's a huge vessel of cooked hot biryani and he goes in and sits down and like eats a bucket full of biryani and then you can see how he reacts to eating that much food or good food that he has not eaten in like 10 years that was absolutely fantastic the way karthik played it that's the sequence that has like you know stayed with me because everything else is action which it's like it goes in a frantic pace and this one sequence of him walking around that swimming pool with like a bucket of biryani in his hand and one he basically uses that plate that is used to cover that biryani vessel actually is played to sit down and eat that is like i mean it was it was brilliant the way it was played the other sequence is obviously the sequence in the police station that adi talked about the the one where they put that huge music system out in front of the cell and you know it starts playing all these uh, 90s uh, hits and yeah that 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 also came out of the blue the gatling gun sequence max talked about that not having that much play for him but i guess not a lot of people even know what a gatling gun is right till they actually see what it is at the end so i think that would have still gotten a lot of people excited but to me it's the sequence of the karthi eating biryani and the the setup of the speakers and what not in the police station Masha, you're right about the biryani scene. Masha, it was fabulous. Like just the way when he sinks his teeth into the meat, and his he emotes with his eyes. You can see it, and that's one of the best things about Karthi is that he his face <clears throat> lights up in in such sequences. And right then, that moment, right when the the camera is on the plate and it slowly goes up, and then you see his eyes as he's you know, gorging into the meat. Oh, that was fabulous. So I think I concur that the police station set piece, not the Gatling gun, but the one in between where uh, Arakam's brother Anbu is gains entry, right, and he walks down the, the staircase to uh, Asa Adigam, which is probably uh, my favorite scene across the entire film. Right, there's uh, specific instances of each set piece that I really like. Like for example, in that very first set piece of of the bamboo hitting the lorry and breaking the windows and stuff. I really like how it was executed, and then also the timing of it, the writing of timing that impact exactly as his daughter says hello to him on the phone. I thought was like pretty well done. Like it's a very it's a very well conceived moment. So that worked for me really well. Uh, the fight that came thereafter was you know it, it is what it is. The same thing with the second set piece where 
there's a Martin Wendy is is on fire. It rolls out onto the road and then it stops. The lorry is trying to beat it. It can't and it's forced to stop right before it. That's a very sort of Hollywood sentiment and it's Indianized through the use of that. I mean, there are plenty of sequences, action sequences you can see where uh, a burning tire will roll and it'll uh, stop a car chase or stop a person trying to escape or whatever. But the fact that it was a Katavandi that's on fire is uh, sort of Indianizes the moment. And I thought that was kind of a very signature moment for a director like Lokesh Kanagaraj because that, I think that is what Lokesh Kanagaraj is. He Indianizes these very uh, Western motifs that we've typically seen. So that worked for me. So, But then the fight that comes after that is sort of generic right so every set piece had this like really peaking moment and then it sort of disappointed same with even that quarry fight it had a nice start and then it falls flat a little bit but i think the police station sequence where anbu enters is uniformly great right in the sense that there is a high level of consistency in the songs that are chosen on that recorder ostensibly like it's consistent with the narrative like uh, sensibly you could imagine that these five or six college students who are Arrested for sitting on the railway station and drinking. What type of music would they be listening to? They would be listening to that type of upbeat music, right? Like they'd be listening to Enswazakatre, Jumbalaka, Jumbalaka, or they'd be listening to Metro Channel Munapara from Hindu, or they'd be listening to Asaradigamachi from Arubadi and so on and so forth. So the sequence of songs, while it has a nostalgic effect, it also is sort of consistent with the narrative. So that was point number one. That the idea of syncing the villain entry to the the opening bars of Asadigam, which is another lovely win. And then the, the other thing that really, really made me smile in that set piece was exactly as Chinna Poonana or Sendura Poona comes, the single girl who's stuck in the police station with the other college, other four college guys, she the, the action cuts to her just as those lines are playing and she's running up to the terrace to to keep uh, the people from climbing up into the uh, over the terrace in the same way that Anbu did. And she goes towards the wall. The goon that's climbing over comes over and punches her in the face. Her glasses fall off. And then she's trying to figure out how to push this goon back. And then she resorts to a safety pin and pokes his hand so that he loses his grip and he falls off. And then she pushes the cables away. Uh, it worked for so many reasons because of the sync with the exact lyrics of the song. The the girl was, she, she was a little up and down, but she was very good in that sequence. And then I really enjoy the whole safety pin thing because I don't know how many of you guys talk to, you know, your friends or wives. The, the safety pin is the one that is often the, the largest tool of attack for women in crowded public spaces in India. Everyone that I talk to, my cousins, my sisters, they've all used that safety pin to rebuff unwanted advances, whether it's and like from anywhere, from a from a bus to a temple, right? They've The reason why you see uh, women walking around with safety pins on their chain or like an extra safety pin on their sari where they don't need it. Like it's, like this is the reason why it's there almost, right? I was sitting in the theater and watching this and I was thinking there is supposedly in the next theater that Bigel was playing. It's like, oh, this is the, that is supposedly the feminist movie. But I think like this in this one sequence, we probably had a better capturing of uh, how the, the the trials and tribulations of the average Indian woman, right? So I think that is kind of the there is a reason why that sequence stood out very heavily to me. But other than that, like I thought all of the other the rest of the sequences were were some the action the fact that when you had to do the typical camera on the floor looking up at the hero action sequences, I thought the movie felt a little flat. Was I right in feeling that or am I missing something? Yeah, I actually felt that as well. So that's why the frenetic action sequences did not do a lot for me. Uh, but but these other things, right, where consider it slow paced 
scenes, these are the ones that stayed with me because there's a sense of foreboding. I mean, you, you start wondering about, oh my God, what is going to happen now? Because the action sequences don't let you think at all. They happen in a jiffy, right? And, and, and some of these things actually turn me off because Karthi is like beaten up so badly. He's actually stabbed like three or four times and he still, nothing happens to him. It's very unrealistic in, the, in that sense. So, so I, I agree with you, uh, Deepak. The, the non-action sequences actually are the ones that stand out in this movie. Yeah, and, and the, 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 the pin sequence is also very realistic. So those are the ones that really, really stay with you. Yeah, I think at some point, you know, after the, the, the Karthi narrative sort of tapers off because of the repetitive fight sequences, even though uh, the beginning and some portions of them are, you know, really well choreographed and performed, the film really gets interesting only when uh, the the narrative shifts to the police station. And, and I, I think the police station narrative is, is, is unique by itself. The whole idea of, you know, uh, criminals trying to enter the police station and the, the single policeman trying to ward them off, it completely flips uh, the usual narrative. And on the other side, you have a convict uh, helping the police. The both sequence kind of sh- share the same philosophy, but the way... Lokesh Kanagaraj had to choreograph the police station sequence. The whole setup is in such a way that he cannot have uh, resorted to conventional ways of filming them or conventional ways of showing a fight sequence. Uh, so, so he had a challenge right up there. And I think he really came out with, with a lot of ideas and with, uh, and, and with, with a lot of uh, you know, innovative ways of handling that. And I think that part of the narrative is what really makes uh, the film work in spite of you know, uh, Karthi's great uh, performance and such. The story is police station, if you think about it, because that is the only location as such. In the first, you have the the IG bungalow as a location, but otherwise, the only other proper location in the entire movie is that police station. That's why it keeps going back and forth from uh, from there. The Karthi pieces are all in this truck, right? So, and you, it's almost like the story is happening there. You go out for a fight sequence, you come back, the story is again happening here. It's moving a bit, few inches, go back, another fight sequence, come back. So it's 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 always good drawing you back to that police station, and it's it's that tower defense scenario, right, where you have all these people who are trying to get into the police station, which is ironic, right, because you have bad guys trying to get into a police station versus the other way around. So that that part was uh, absurd, and it was funny because of uh, of that. But it's the it's that tower defense trope of uh, people trying to get in, and uh, you know people and someone's trying to block them away. Generally, in that situation, you would you would you would have like your hero uh, who is blocking uh, things off. But in here, you have George Marion, which which was a very nice uh, way to do it. And he's helped by these college students who actually have absolutely no clue. And now they are shitting their pants, but they're still trying to put up a brave face and you know uh, hold the fort as such. Kathy is really good, by the way. He holds a lot of like excellent close-ups. Like there's close-up where he is talking about that line and his expression and it's really really well done I thought he was excellent in the movie not just this if you look at all his filmography also Karthi does best in these roles where he's got this little bit of crazy in him and he's uh, versus the more suave city based uh, roles or you know, semi city based roles it's these kind of roles where Ayrathil Oruvan or here or even Parthiviran, those are the ones where Karthi really shines out. Yeah, so let's talk about contrasting Kaidi with uh, Lokesh's first film. 
Uh, I thought Managaram was uh, just more tightly scripted and relied less on say the conventional action sequences and more on more on character driven arc the entire idea that you could go almost a film without realizing any of the lead characters names uh, despite being constantly reminded that you don't know their names i thought it was quite an achievement and i would say managaram is still his best movie is that fair yeah, yeah. i think so i would agree and other than the fact that both stories happen in a, in a night uh managaram is definitely tighter also if you think about it uh since he had mentioned in one of the interviews that he had written this with uh, uh mansoor ali khan in mind so if you think about now having known that that piece of uh, information a lot of those fight sequences would not have happened right because mansoor ali khan is also a certain age so there'll be a lot more crazy to him because he's that brash kind of a character some of these maybe might have been taken over just by wit or you know he that kind of a thing and uh, that will keep lot of that will would have uh, keep kept the narrative a lot tighter uh, compared to what it it is right now right now i think it becomes too much, little too much of this fan service with uh, one too many fight sequences and i think all of us agree that it gets a bit tiring as by the time you reach the because you're like is he going to die at some point of time like it's, it's always this one against so many and now if this was like a someone else's movie you were like no yeah he's going to go to the end but because it was lokesh kankaraj i'm thinking you know what, maybe he doesn't make it through maybe the next fight is his last maybe the next fight is his last and after he gets slashed up uh you know like a watermelon he still keeps going and then i'm like okay this is just fan service Uh, the thing is whole idea of casting someone like uh, mansoor ali khan I, i think the idea of having so many fights and having him survive is not really fan service uh, but, but but because let's be honest it's i mean it's it's, it's still karthi but at the same time i, I think when it, if if it had been mansoor ali khan i i think what would have been act, he would have still survived and i think he would have still had those fights but i think uh, I, I, his back story or his his daughter story I, i think those are the things that might have been acts uh, I, i think those are the things that probably needed in this film for people to you know care for karthi because the way i assume or i i my theory is the way lokesh kanagraj envisioned the story at first is um, he probably never wanted you to invest as much as you as as he did with the karthi's version um I, th- i think it would have been a film that is solely set piece after set piece after set piece and let's be honest about it like mad max fury road you don't really invest of course there are the 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 the, the women that uh, charlie stron's character is trying to save but at the same time you don't have that kind of a emotional heft that this film has and i think casting ka- 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 karthi in this film mainly led to that kind of a back story with mansoor ali khan i think he could have relied on 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 a kind of a comedic action right from the the idea of casting to i think uh, having someone like mansoor ali khan play the part so i think that would have been a completely different film that 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 was basically set piece after set piece that are there are so many films like like i think it's a very fashionable thing to say that you know uh, masala films or mythical films need this uh, mythology and emotional have but, but i think there are lots of films that are still masala but at the same time they are only set piece after set piece which really work and when done well they work extremely or sometimes even better than the uh, masala films that we 
we like to call you know the the ones that have those things when we say that you know it, it makes you care for the character but i think a mansoor ali khan uh, version of kaidi uh, would have been more action oriented it just would have not had uh, the kind of back story etc that karthik got do you think there would have been the whole uh, pitch for a sequel with mansoor ali khan that i'm not sure but I, i'm sure consider the biryani sequence i think that that is perfect mansoor ali khan sequence and and i think yeah, you would have seen yeah. more scenes like that if it was mansoor ali khan so uh, i i actually agree with uh, adi so uh, the way th- that these movies work is essentially because the pace matters right and if 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 it was mansoor ali khan i we would have probably had action sequences but not at such frantic pace and i think having these sort of contrast between the road movie and the tower defense movie that you know what by you referred reference as a tower defense movie like having these contra- contrasting sequences kind of help this movie because like in the aarav chadikirudun solvaanga la so you you know what i mean you are taken to a high then suddenly the pace drops and then it suddenly slowly comes up because you're trying to figure out what is happening in the other side right so the pace really matters at the same time if it was one long set of you know like a fury road for ma- for that matter i mean fury road obviously had some slow sequences as well but if it had a bunch of these chase sequences it wouldn't have worked as much it would, i mean as a standalone road movie alone it wouldn't have worked and on the on the flip side if it was a manjur ali khan movie i don't see uh, a lot of these frenetic paced scenes also I mean, it would have to because I mean, from whatever little we have seen of Mansoor Ali Khan, we still seen only little, right? He's still a uh, sort of a uh, um, peri- peripheral character, so to speak. I mean, he has a languorous pace, and yes, the 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 biryani scene would have worked, but this movie would have a lot more of those slow, languorous sequences, which he wouldn't hold for a long time. So I don't think. as a standalone manjur ali khan movie it would have worked for me either it would have been different because the guy is like almost 60 or something right so there'll be different kinds of things he can do like he cannot hold that long fight sequence but that's why i'm thinking the fight sequence will be a lot shorter but ended but they would have been uh, sorted out differently and because for me the the portions that were losing my interest were the fight sequences uh, like box said right the the start of the fight is interesting like how <clears throat> they are cornered but after that my mind is like okay yeah i'm the next 3 minutes is a waste of my life and that that's those are the pieces portions i think would have gone away because they would have been handled differently because of uh, again his age his physique and all that and more maybe more of the movie would have uh, gone into the uh, police station exploring more of that portion because like i said that for me is the movie uh this is just a bunch of fight sequences strung together uh for karthi to come in because even that um entire thing with the earrings and all that right, that is there just because it is it is karthi that wouldn't have been if the the, the actor was different um my my uh, the only thing i was happy though was that he though despite being a very generic uh, flashback he he just they just narrated and stay in the night itself instead of uh you know having someone play those characters and show those sequences because then those will be in the day because otherwise the entire movie you know now can stay in the dark 
so we talked about panagaram and we talked about casting so let's talk about what's next uh, for lokesh kanagaraj which is a movie with vijay starring vijay sethupathi and some really like surprising astounding casting that's already been announced what is the group's expectations for this type of film so i actually watched bigil and kaidi back to back one day after the other and to be honest uh, and to be realistic as well right i don't think he would be able to make another movie like managaram or kaidi with this next one with vijay i don't see that happening at all i, I mean i i don't I, i don't think he'll make another managaram but uh, but i do have uh, hopes uh, for uh, the vijay film i mean probably the first time in years that i have hopes for a vijay film uh, i mean not, not just because of the cast because you know he also had peta with a with a great uh, cast but i think um, i mean i i'd like to see vijay in the hands of a, a a true director i don't think that's happened for a long time and and just for that uh, i'm uh, i'm 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 quite looking forward to the film i mean it's not a big deal that you you have a uh, you have a romance uh, uh, subplot or you have songs i mean i i don't mind all those things at all i mean these are uh, these are staples and i mean i, I think it's, it's been so long since i've uh made peace with those things but i think um as a as a vijay film i i mean we are excited for a h vino the najit film right and i'm 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 fairly i think i i, I think i speak for most people that uh, logesh kanagraj is way more established and proven than uh h vino and I, i think i think that way uh, if you can be excited for an h vino the ajit film i think uh, logesh kanagraj uh, vijay film is uh, e- even more promising uh, so that way i think i am uh big 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 because i i think logesh kanal does come from that um, he understands that masala cinema i mean look at the references in uh, kaidi you, um, you can see where, how, how he's grown up and how what what has influenced him i mean there is something else i want to talk about like how much um, something like inain the kaigal has influenced kaidi so much uh, I, i don't know if uh, if people in interviews asked him about this but i think uh, i i i i'm i'm hazarding a guess that inain the kaigal is one of logesh kanal's most favorite films and and i think um, in in that in that way the, from what i glean from uh, how logesh kanagaraj you know tamil cinema uh, um, upbringing has been i think for that alone i think i'm excited for a vijay and logesh uh, film i'm mostly excited to see what vijay sethupathi is doing in this movie uh, that's really my biggest source of expectation i mean even in peter right like uh, apart from the fact that it's rajni and like we sort of have a nostalgic uh nostalgic sort of thing for seeing rajni on this on the big screen doing rajni things vijay sethupathi is probably the biggest draw for the movie and i think he for the for the large part delivered uh like uh, ashoka was saying like jitu ji ne tapad mara is like one of my go to songs from that album uh and all of his uh, all of his sort of dialogue delivery and all that uh, when he's uh sort of mimicking that uh, ram sene type uh, uh, thing like it, it totally worked for me so i i think my biggest expectation is to see what vijay sethupathi's role is in this movie why he agreed and how it pans out oh also the other thing is uh, location ratnakumar of adai and uh, mayadaman is writing the screenplay so that's another thing yeah uh, ratnakumar is tanked at the beginning of kaidi so I, i think they collaborate quite a bit which i think is good like i like ratnakumar and lokesh are probably two of the most 
promising young directors i would say in tamil cinema right now yeah definitely yeah i i i think it'll work because even in this movie as i was watching because i knew the next movie was which i could totally see which i doing a lot of those scenes now minus the close ups because karthi holds those close ups and especially when he tears up uh, on seeing his daughter's picture and all that those kinds of pieces you will probably not expect from vijay you know those will be more like long shots or side shots or something but i can totally see vijay doing this uh, a movie like this and without songs and stuff like that also uh, lokesh nakaraj has a nice uh, sense of uh, comic timing as well because the uh, kamakchi guy the owner of the lo- uh, of the truck right he infuses a lot of uh, hu- humor into the movie you know given that now two of his companions are very serious but uh, he has a ball uh, some of his dialogues are fabulous like the fact that he says that social media has gone rampant tale and talavar movies are releasing on the same day and nowadays only movies with stories are working out and nothing else it, he was fabulous so because logesh kankaraj has that touch and vijay can do comedy and stuff like that so i think some of those strengths will play out max i have a little bit of disagreement with you when it comes to what you mentioned about vijay right some of my favorite vijay movies are not the recent ones my i absolutely loved vijay at the hands of uh, the likes of fazil those were very understated performances and those are the kind of things that i would want to see in this next one so and so that that's why i disagree that he cannot hold a close up because he's he is capable of that he's shown that and and so that goes back to ari's point right we have not seen vijay work with the kind of directors that we saw him work in the second half of the 90s i mean it's not it's vijay has never been the same after gilli i want the vijay prior to gilli to come back and work with logesh kanagraj yeah now that i think of it regardless of whatever i would watch the movie for vijay sethupathi i would love to see what is happening to his character in uh, the next vijay movie i mean if he accepted to play the role there must Correct. be something of substance in the exactly. role is exactly. my which to me means that there is something of substance in the screenplay as a whole also now whether there is whether he runs into issues during execution we'll have to see right so but i would say largely i i would go watch the movie i am looking forward to it and it sounds like majority of us would as well so good luck to him so i i now want to switch to a more larger sort of existential question that as relevant to tamil cinema right i think let's all agree kaidi is a commercial film it is an absolutely commercial box office oriented film but it is not what we consider or what we define as uh mass masala right yet it has all of the components of mass masala it has a big name hero uh it has uh, action sequences probably the only thing that it does not exist is sort of a is a, a, a romance and a song and dance sequence but the, i think otherwise it has all of the the expected components of a mass masala commercial film and i think it did reasonably well at the box office as well given by how many theaters i saw extending its run and on and all that stuff why is it that the success of something like kaidi is not altering how we define you know mass masala commercial why is it not altering the kinds of movies that ajit or vijay are picking to do uh, like i don't know do you guys consider this commercial what what are your thoughts hey totally much this is a commercial movie and this is the kind of commercial movies that i want uh, again i am okay with songs in movies as long as they don't they are not inserted randomly right 
in the sense that the day of the hero entry song is slowly ending again i am a rajinikanth fan so and uh, those are staples but even then i i i am not a big fan of songs eating into the narrative so in that sense these are the kind of masala movies that i really want to watch keep the songs to a minimum don't insert a love interest unless otherwise the the lady in question or even the gent in question actually has a role so in that sense this is the kind of masala movie i really want to watch you get in get in there you don't have to think about it a lot things proceed in like a like a fairly good pace it doesn't drag you come out and the one thing that i noticed about this movie is i watched it in the theater for the first time second time in hotstar i honestly did not see anything else that i missed in the first time you know what i mean it there's everything is very it's right on the surface you don't have to read a lot between the lines there are a bunch of plot holes that i can think of that i could think of after the first watch and when I, even when i watched it the second time those didn't seem to matter at all so that way these are the kind of masala movies i really want to watch i think it is definitely a commercial film but i think commercial encompasses a, a whole lot of things right i mean um i mean commercial is not just this this genre uh, genres can be different like you can have a commercial romantic film i i i think that way there are a lot of people who make date commercial films but I, but i think the the vijay ajit brand of films is they, they usually come under uh, you know what what you call masala which is kind of overused now for anything but uh, that kind of a brand I, i think very few people manage to put together and and i think i think the problem is the problem is always uh, uh, repetition i think those things get uh, stale uh, very quickly um i'm not sure i'm not even sure how many of their good films have have aged well and and, and these are, these are usually uh, uh, you know they, they are like they end up becoming an assembly line production that that, that actually work in a theater uh, like they, they are made for a, a theater watching experience and they are made for those 5 am shows like imagine rajini saying in the end of that the sumaki video that this is the theater like because they make films for that uh, experience alone Uh, and i think that is where that is where most people fail but something like kaidi which is uh, which is put together in a way that will work for any kind of experience but at the same time it it, it stays true to the uh, to, to, to the genre elements and the genre staples uh, I, I, i think i think that is very rare to do and i think that for that purpose we have only few directors and i think uh, so, so that's why i think the ajit vijay films which which are still belong to the same genre i don't think they are put together in the way that they should be i don't think they are thought of in a way that they should be the the execution is always um uh, they they know what works but 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 they, i i don't think they go anywhere uh, they think in a more complex way uh, the way uh, lokesh kanagraj or, or or some someone who's good at this uh, does so so i think the way these films are thought uh thought out and the way the script is uh, put together i think uh, i think that kind of needs to change for uh, any of ajit vijay films their genre to change i mean they can of course switch to do, doing completely different things and that might be great but that they are not going to do so let's be honest max i agree this is a out and out uh, mass movie and uh, it's like i like ananda said there is not much that is behind the scenes where you have to closely i mean you can come back after a few minutes and you wouldn't have lost track of the plot or anything as well but i think uh, 
there is also the economics of the whole thing at play in what today is considered a mass movie. Not just that you need to have a song or a hero, but I think those things help you market the movie very well. Because, you know, the songs go on FM and then all these promos can be cut and all. But in a movie like this, you cannot cut too many promos. You cannot put out too much information on social media or anywhere else. So then I, I think had this movie not released alongside Bigil, it's still, and it released on its own without any competition, it still would have, would have only made how much it made, maybe a little more than that, because of the fact that those elements are missing, which you know doesn't bring a lot of people into uh, theaters. And uh, as sad as that may be, that is the, the way it is, which is why, you know, in, in like a big deal, you need a Nayantara. And despite having so many other people and a completely sports movie based theme, you still need to have those things to, to make to make things work and to get up to that 200 crore or 150, whatever they, they make up these uh, Monday morning numbers. And I, I think unfortunately now that has d- defined what commercial cinema is and not the elements that go into making commercial cinema, right? So because if we are looking at it, we're looking at the elements of commercial cinema where you have these fights, you have a few, few funny scenes, there's a bit of everything, it is fun in the end. And when you go home, you have a nice feeling. That That's how, that, that's how we are kind of defining it. But I think a lot of people are defining it more by the economics of it and not the elements of the movie. So the elements of the movie are over the past, I would say over this decade, have become less and less uh, uh, the definitive indicators for commercial cinema as much as the economics of it. Yeah, I think there are uh, thematic or narrative elements. There are cinematic filming elements. All of the, there are you. You can sort of split the definition of commercial or mass masala across three different axes, right? One is the economic, like you said, Max. The other is thematic. Thema- when I say thematic, I mean narratives thematic, right? So, for example, I think this is uh, the reason I think Kaidi is ultimately commercial is. It's the story of the little man beating the big man, right? Like, the, it's George, like, set Karthi aside. If it had been Mansoor Ali Khan and George Marian, basically beating the barbarians at the gate of a, of a giant police station, right? It's the, it's the story of a little man beating someone who has, vast, uh, who has access to vastly more resources than them. And that's a patently commercial story. Like, the, the, the underdog, like, rooting for the underdog is a natural thing that any audience will do. So that is a thematically narratively, it's a it, it's a winning formula. Like that, there is no question about it. So that's what when I say that there is a narrative or thematic way to split it. That's one way. And then the other thing is like the cinematic piece, right? Like things that have come to define popular commercial cinema: fast cutting, uh, seamless editing, slightly higher pitch sound, big operatic music. Like all of those things, right? Like th- those all exist. Like if you look at Kaidi, those those narrative and so those cinematic elements exist in Kaidi. And the economics sort of should work as a result of those other two things existing. Now, the question is, is the tail wagging the dog uh, when, you know, economics sort of dictate the, those other two themes? And I think it's worth talking about that through looking at the counter the, the counterpoint, right? Like, through looking at, say, maybe an Ajit or a Vijay film that is sort of designed, that is economically designed rather than narratively, thematically, cinematically designed. So I think that should be our next episode. Hopefully you guys can come back and we can talk about that then. Any thoughts on which movies you guys might want to discuss? I would want to actually talk about Tupaki. Yeah, definitely Tupaki. Yeah, yeah it's, it's about five years old, right, right now, but it is a very engaging watch. Um, okay. To be honest with you, I can't think of a Ajit movie right now. 
that's true mangata i think my max you were suggesting mangata right i was suggesting veeram but mangata might make sense because the, those are both movies where the protagonist is a cop yeah let's do mangata uh, all right everyone thanks for listening to this episode on lokesh kanagaraj's kaidi it's available on hotstar and it's a pretty recent release and so if you have a free weekend we suggest that put it on it's definitely a fun watch there's creepy dialogue there's great action set pieces and some lovely 80s 90s tamil action film nostalgia if you're into that sort of thing thanks so much for listening and we look forward to having you back on our next episode where we dive a little bit more into what defines commercial cinema through two films uh, of the two biggest stars in Tamil cinema right now barring Rajinikanth and Kamala Hassan of course uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Ajit's Mangata and Vijay's The Party thanks for listening thanks everyone for listening to another episode of the other banana podcast you can follow us on twitter at the other banana where we occasionally conduct quizzes and engage in mocha discussions with our listeners you can find us at www.whereistheotherbanana.com and also on iTunes Google Play Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts If you're still listening, we also want to plug our cricket podcast in the network, 81 All Out. You can find us at 81allout.com, at 81allout on Twitter, and also on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. If you call yourself a foodie, first please stop calling yourself that. Then go check out our food pod at Nerd Kitchen Pod on Twitter. We'd love to get your feedback on what we're doing there as well. Until next time, this is Deepak, aka Complicator, signing off. Hope to see you back.